Yeah. Hey. All right. <laughs> One more time. Now. Let mm. me sing it by myself. I said, if you only knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, it's time now, uh, Steve. Thank you for today's Strawberry Thank you for that. <laughs> Wonderful introduction. Uh, today's Strawberry Letter, it is time for that. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, parenting, sex, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, nothing he does is enough. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need your advice on how to move past being hurt by my husband. My husband cheated on me several years ago, and although I love him deeply, I haven't been able to move past the cheating. The most hurtful part is that he waited till our 20th anniversary to start having an affair, and it lasted a very long time. I was not blind to the fact that he could have been cheating, but I always thought he wasn't the type to do that. I was very embarrassed by it because my whole community knew about it. So did a lot of my friends and family members, and they didn't say anything to me about it. I could have been angry with all of them, too, but I understood when they said they did not want to be involved or they didn't want to be messy. It took some time for my husband to admit everything to me, and it took me an even longer time to let him come back home. I do believe he's a changed man, and he will do anything to keep me happy. All of the attention he gives me and all of the gifts he showers me with aren't enough to heal my heart. All I can think about is him spending time with this woman and taking her on trips and making love to her. I failed to mention that he only confessed because he ended up giving me a sexually transmitted infection that he got. That he, yeah, that he got from his mistress. Um, Now my family thinks I'm crazy for staying with him and reliving what he did over and over again. But I'd be even crazier without him. Uh, Nothing he does is enough to make me forget the affair. Do you think I can ever regain trust in him and our marriage can get back to normal? Um, You know, that's a tough one. You know, some marriages, a lot of marriages survive after affairs and things like this, but a lot of them don't. And most of the ones that do survive are the ones where the woman is cheated on. Usually the man will not take a woman back after uh, a man has been cheated on. And and I'm really sorry that he cheated on you. And um, I can say this, you know, you, you, you talk about can you regain the trust and can your marriage get back to normal. Um, if you allow yourself to forgive him, uh, you can start to heal. Uh, that's, that's hard as well. That's very, very hard. But um, you got to start the process somehow, sometime, some way. You got to forget about what your family says, forget about what everyone else says. The question is, what do you want? What do you really want? It's like you want him there. You don't want him to be without him. You say you love him deeply. You'd be crazy without him. But then you keep replaying the scenario of him making love to another woman in your mind. Now, it's hard to have them both ways. Either you're going to forgive him and, and try and let it go and move on in this relationship. But right now, you don't know. I, I think you're emotional. You say you still love him. I believe you do. But um, just because you still love a person, it doesn't mean you have to stay with them. It doesn't mean that. 
Um, he did this to you. He broke the trust. He brought home an STI, uh, the worst. Okay, he was reckless. He lied. He spoiled your 20th anniversary. That's a lot to deal with. It's a whole lot. I'm surprised you're still there. I'm surprised you're still there. But the fact that you're still there means that you do want to continue in this marriage. I say to you, maybe you could get seek some professional counseling, some professional help, and uh, see if you can get rid of those images. You know, talk it out, talk it out. But you got to figure out what you want. I mean, you, you have to figure that out. This is about your healing. You're getting those images out of your head, getting your groove back, getting back to, you know, your self-love and all of that. I, I think you're still angry. Um, what he's doing is trying to fix it. I mean, it's a Band-Aid at this point to you. I mean, you know, I think he's just sorry that he got caught. I think you should stop making this about him. Make it about you so you can move on. Forgive him so you can move on. Steve? Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's so many components in this letter that I don't really know which one of your problems to adjust because you have so many in here. The number one problem with this letter is, to me, y'all got way too many people in your business. Now, it's not that any of them have... I know the particulars or surely know the particulars about what they're saying to you. But first of all, the whole community knew. Then uh, relatives and friends knew. Then they didn't want to tell you because they didn't want to be messy. It's just all these damn people know. See, it's hard to heal when everybody, you okay? Yeah. How you doing today? Then you said at one point in the letter, they all think I'm crazy for staying. How did they all know all this damn information? Now, look, I'm not saying this guy is not guilty because, of course, he is Mm -hmm. on so many levels. But when I come back, I want to explain something to you, sister. You're killing yourself. Yeah. You're killing yourself. And I want to tell you about a very slick trick that the devil uses to make sure you never heal. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Nothing he does is enough. Be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's get to this letter, part two, uh, the strawberry letter for today. This subject, nothing he does is enough. This is a woman who had a husband who cheated on her uh, several years ago. And she loves the man dearly, but she ain't been able to move past the cheating. Uh, Now, there's a lot of pressure on this woman because somehow... The whole community knew about it. Mm. And her family and friend members, they knew about it, but they didn't tell her because they said they didn't want to be messy. Um, Then it took some time for her husband to admit to her that he was doing that, but the only reason he had to admit to it was because he gave this woman a sexually transmitted disease. Now, this is years ago, so she believes he's a changed man and he'll do anything to make me happy. All of this here, and that he showers you with gifts and takes care of your heart. But ain't none of this, 
none of this enough to heal my heart because all she can think about is him spending time with this woman, taking her on trips and making love to her. All right, my family, again, thinks that I'm crazy for staying with him and reliving what he did over and over, but I'd be even crazier without him. Mm. (laughs) Nothing he does is enough to make me forget the affair. Do you think I can ever regain trust in him and our marriage and get back to normal? We have a problem with this entire letter. There is no jokes in this letter. This is serious, so I, you know, I, I can be ignorant sometimes, but I'm really trying to say something to you. Sometimes? Yeah, just sometimes, sure. <laughs> mm. We have mm. a major problem here because out of all this stuff you said, well, I tell you what, let me walk you down through it. First of all, you can't get over it because the whole community knew and so did a few of your friends and family members, and they ain't say nothing to you about it because you got angry with them, but they said they didn't want to be messy. All right, cool. That's similar to having social media deal with your problems. That's similar to what celebrities go through when they have a a breakup and it gets out in the public because it's kind of hard to heal yourself when you got Mm -hmm. all these outside factors having an opinion because some days you can be having a good day trying to move past and and then here comes somebody girl you all right (laughs) you know damn I was fine man (laughs) I was having a good day so you're faced with that that's a huge part of this now You said that you do believe he's a changed man and he'll do anything to keep you happy. He gives you all the attention you want, all the gifts, and it ain't enough to heal my heart. Because the subject of your letter is nothing he does is enough. And you say it again later on in the letter. Okay, so now what can he do? What can he do? He can't do anything because you said nothing he does can heal your heart. At one point in time, you have to make a decision to move past what it is you've gotten past. Here is the problem. You got a lot of people in your marriage. I'm not at liberty to tell you what to do, but I can tell you what I see. Listen to me. You say your life would be horrible without this man, but you won't let it be okay with the man. Now, you, this is a decision you got to make up. You said your life will be horrible without this man, but you won't allow it to be okay with the man. Sometimes, and I'm not making excuses, when men mess up <clears throat> and they get busted and they end up going through some things, sometimes you get a better man out of the deal because he learned his lesson. I'm not making excuses. He never should have did it in the first place. I got it. It hurt you. I'm understanding of all that. But sometimes you get a better version of the man afterwards because maybe he realized something he had forgotten after 20 years of marriage, how much I love and appreciate this woman. And man, I'm finna lose her. I'm tripping. And he gets it right. Now, the fact that nothing he does can heal your heart. Now, now we talking about you now. Either you're going to move on. Bishop Jake said, you can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. Bishop Jake says, forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. You can't keep drinking the poison, waiting on him to die. But then you can't live without this man. Now, I don't know nothing about counseling because I ain't never been. But you got to get something and work through the decision that you have to make. 
You don't want to, you'll be miserable living without this man, but you won't allow yourself to be happy living with him. See, listen to me. Whatever happened a few years ago, I don't know if you realize it or not, but you've actually survived it. Whatever he did to you a few years ago, I want you to understand something. You've actually survived it. The STI? You survived the STI. You survived the cheating. You're here. Now, if you are going to stay back there dealing with what you survived, you cannot move forward. That's a tough thing. And it's easier said than done. But I'm just telling you, sister, that's where you at. You may have a better man, and the devil has a cold trick, man. It's called replays and reliving. The devil always replays what went wrong to us. He got a highlight reel of what went wrong, which don't allow us to see what went right. Thank you. We'll take your phone calls after this. In Jesus' name. 877-29-STEVE. Amen. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 